All right, here we go. Right. Welcome to Geocache Talk Network's sixth annual podcast of hope. Once again, we are raising funds for St. Jude Children's Hospital. Our goal is to raise $10,000, and we can only do that with your help. To help us reach our goal, please visit the website, podcastofhope.com, and donate. Now, let's join our hosts of the Geocache Talk Network's podcast of hope. All right, so sponsors for this hour are Cashly, the foremost geocaching app. You can find that at cashly.com. Uh, ca- uh, Drives Cash Closet, giving away uh, a one-year premium membership, offering the best prices on the geocaching products you want. Artedcrafted.com. Artedcrafted.com, creators of distinctive geocaching and custom T-shirt designs for you and your caching group. We can even print your path tag on a shirt so you can show off your path tag pride. Thank you, artedcrafted.com. They give a shirt away every hour. Mm. So thanks, Sean, for that, buddy. Um, Cash Canada, they give away a trackable every hour. Cash Canada, about getting out of the house onto the open road, trailer pathway, and finding geocaches. Thanks, Dave and Karen of Cash Canada. Uh, Logwork, the fantastic logbook with uh, right in the rain paper the logbook is designed for the micro containers of the present and future geared toward the hider who would rather go caching than doing cash maintenance find them at logwork.com owen uh, owen gave away eight 3d printed caches this hour giving away the tardis not the tardis the um box the big red you're gonna get in trouble uh, calling that a tardis telephone box not a tardis big red telephone box sorry that's what i meant um so this one goes out this hour we did the post office box last hour so and then lastly cash advance uh but not 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 least cash last but not least cash advance our mission to inspire and equip geocachers for fun and adventure they are also giving away another cash crate. So they're giving away the December cash crate, shipping out mid-month. And uh, so that's awesome to give away another uh, one of those. So, again, thanks to everybody who gave away mm-hmm. gifts or, or prizes uh, during these eight hours. It's been wonderful to see that. And uh, thank you to all the vendors. Uh, hopefully everyone will take a moment uh, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> you gotta, you gotta be really waving your hands. Yeah, you gotta Brian, like, it, it, it's funny because I'm watching the conversation in chat about the lights, and here's the really interesting part: is since last time we got new lights. I've been oh, okay. In my office. Yeah. I don't know that they're gonna go off. Um, I'll try oh. and be animated just in case, but uh, it depends on how uh, what people have got down on me in the in the pool. Oh, but gotcha. I don't there think they're go. going off. They're brand new. And they oh, get no. brighter, which I dim them a little bit because at uh, 9 o'clock at night at HQ, bright lights are just not a good thing. Right. No. Right. I, I, we understand. Uh, yeah. Um, should be interesting. So, welcome. Thanks for being on. Thanks for giving to Podcast of Hope. Sure. Uh, it's Thanks for doing it. Again. Yeah. So, Six absolutely, years. man. Thank you so much for being with us tonight. Um, yeah, it's been a great night. Um, uh, Derek's producing, so he'll uh, give us updates as we discuss during the hour. But, um, you know, it's, uh, um, it's always good to catch up with, with you. Um, so got a few questions we'll get to, but um, I guess starting off, um, you, um, it was a, it was a, a difficult year. 2021 is kind of weird, but I want to get your perspective on it because um, for many of us, uh, me personally, I, I think I, I had a great, I think I had a, I mean, we had a great year. I mean, from a personal perspective, it, it was a good year from a geocaching perspective. For me, uh, I felt like it was great. I got to go, I think it went to three megas. So I got to see, I got to see, you know, Jesse uh, and, you know, the, the, most of the 
well, all the team that we could. Uh, of course, Jeff is in Canada, so, you know, it is what that is now. But from your perspective, how did you feel like 2021 was? How did I mean, you- I, I think it was, from for me personally, 2021 yeah. was a little bit better than 2020. Um, mm-hmm. you know, just because there was, um, you know, with vaccinations and kind of, having moments where it felt like we were on the, on the right side of, of COVID and making progress and having things open up a little bit uh, right. was really nice. It feels like uh, lately it's a um, little bit one step forward, a couple steps back. Uh, mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. but by and large, you know, I haven't been to a mega or a giga since the Bonn, uh, the Beethoven uh, event in Bonn, which was yeah. February of, of 2020 so just before sort of covid hit um so it's been a long time i know like a a lot of lackeys and and geocachers in general everybody's looking forward to getting back out quite a bit more Um, you know there are some events that i'm looking forward to trying to get to but the you know the news coming out of europe and and elsewhere isn't that positive at the moment so it's kind of fingers crossed Mm -hmm. but the i think the cool thing is in 2021, we did we, we did the same kind of work that we were doing in 2020, which was, you mm-hmm. know, at times where there was an absence of choices for recreation, um, right. people were choosing geocaching and other outdoor, you know, things that you could do without, um, you know, major social distancing or concerts or sporting events and things like that. So, um, you know, for us, we just kind of kept going. There were obviously some challenges with remote working, and I'm I'm happy to talk about that if you guys are interested. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah, yeah go ahead. Yeah, that was that was kind of it. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's overall gonna... positive though. I mean, it's you know we're not back to normal, but it's more positive than it has been in the past. Absolutely, and you know I'll say I feel really fortunate. Um, I I came into the office pretty much every day. Um, you know, I still walk from home, so it's a, a I, I want the exercise. And, you know, even tonight I came in because it's kind of hard to work from the, the guest bedroom at home. Not really the best uh, Zoom or, or, you know, whatever background. And so um, it's nice just to come in and to be here. And so having this be like my workspace for so many right. years, um, everything felt normal, except that it was there were some days where it was me or or two or three people in the office um we've had a few days lately where there's more you know maybe 20 or 30 for a specific day um so those those moments where it almost feels like what it used to be are exciting but it it also reminds me that like we're still quite a ways away from uh being back to whatever normal is yeah so on that note there's some people that sent in some questions to to ask for tonight one was about headquarters from a visitor's perspective do you um it's still closed right okay so still, still closed. i can talk about it certainly yeah so where are we at do you think on the so where we're at you know right now with hq is that um, employees have to be vaccinated in order to be here Okay. And there are no guests allowed in the office. And that's obviously, you know, just putting safety first. Sure. And, you know, as a result, um, not having any guests in the office, it's the same thing with the visitor center. We right. really just want to keep the, the lackeys safe and the community safe. And, the, um, you know, it's, I guess in the last few weeks we had been talking about uh, how do we get to a point where we can open the visitor center. And I think um, – just prior to, to Omicron kind of coming around, we said, all right, maybe early January, uh, late January, we'll kind of, you know, play it by ear. And I don't know, maybe that feels a little bit, a um, little bit harder, but we'll see, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm optimistic. So I'd oh, like yeah. to believe that, that, you know, as we learn more about it, we'll have a little bit more uh, freedom to open up and, you know, we miss having visitors here. Oh, it's yeah. one of the really special parts about getting to work here is that we get to see people from all over the world for whom, you know, it's it's an experience to come and log the HQ cache and to be in the visitor center and to sort of see all the things that are around. And for for us lackeys, you know, when you see visitors in the visitor center and you've got a couple minutes, 
it's always yeah. such a treat to go in there and you know, talk to people, find out how they found out about geocaching, what they like about it, um, you know, where they're from. So I can't wait personally. And I know that mm -hmm. I am far from alone. Does the city, um, do they provide any like direction or, or uh, as far as like for your building, is that, do they say, you know, they do they give you any directives or is that kind of like you guys have to decide, you know, what what you need to do? Yeah, it's it's it doesn't feel really clear cut right now what you can okay. do and what you can't do. And so we're kind of looking at local health guidance. We're looking at right. the requirements that they have for restaurants here in, in mm -hmm. Seattle. And I would say, you know, Seattle is is in a way more maybe more vigilant or more strict. Um, right. But so we're kind of subject to that. And I know, you know, we've been looking at, I think in King County, the the risk level is considered substantial. Okay. And so, you know, with a substantial risk level, then we kind of have to act accordingly. And, and right. I know we talked about this last year, but in the very beginning of COVID, mm -hmm. we said, look, we want to be able to look back and say that we did the right thing by geocachers and, and by the lackeys. And so we're going to prioritize health and safety. And that means that in some ways we're going to be a little bit more conservative than what we would like. I know, you know, being here in my office, it's great, but having to walk out and go to the signal cafe or go to the restroom or whatever, you know, you're putting on a mask and you right. know, I think like a lot of people, we're tired of it, but we're doing it <laughs> because, you know, we feel like it's the right thing and hopefully that will come to an end sooner rather than later. Yeah. You know, one of the, one of the things I, uh, I want to say, and I'm sure you've heard this from others is that, you know, we are completely supportive of whatever, you know, HQ needs to do. Um, people are commenting, you know, UDAC, um, she mentions about everyone at HQ, please stay, stay, stay healthy and safe. Um, you know, that's, that's the, the number one priority. Um, and well, thank you. you know, we, we hope the same for, for everybody. Yeah. It's just, Let's get through it, you know. As, as, yeah. And so we uh, yeah. last year we were talking about COVID when we met last year in this same environment. We were talking about COVID and the the good news that I think came out of that last year because we know it's not over yet. But um, as we were getting a lot more geocachers to the game, is that is that trend continued? Or are we still getting a lot? I mean, I know there was a huge surge in the beginning, right? But are we still getting new people to the game? Absolutely. I mean, we, that's awesome. Every year we get new people to the game and it's, uh, it's a lot of new people. I mean, I, I want to say it's in the, the maybe millions of new accounts every year. Oh, that's awesome. Um, wow. I would say compared to 2020, which was you know the biggest anomaly we've ever seen with, with right. the figures, 2021 has slowed down a little bit, but it's still, significantly um stronger you know in terms of metrics than 2018 and 2019 mm, okay that's good it's great yeah you know that's it's so funny because we we look at it like like you guys look at it the more people that are getting outside and playing this game the mm -hmm. better it is for everybody so um you know we're we're always looking at how do we how do we engage new people? How do we tell them about this game? You know, we feel like we're doing something good for them by introducing them. I, I know everybody out there feels the same way. You know, when mm -hmm. you bring a friend along or give them this kind of experience and create those moments of joy, um, yeah. it's, it's, you know, what a gift to give to somebody. And so we're, we're trying to continue getting the word out and looking at ways to do that. I know our, uh, community engagement team specifically and the marketing team are, are right. actively doing that. But some of the stuff that the community engagement team in particular has been doing on social media with our, we finally, <clears throat> excuse me, we finally have a TikTok channel. Oh, cool. There's a, they have some really fun exercises. I just heard about this uh, a few weeks ago. I was having, having some beers down at Fremont Brewery, which is mm -hmm. uh, just a couple blocks from here. Cool. Uh, as, as many of you know, with our, uh, the manager of the community engagement team. And it's mostly, it, it's a lot of, quite a few new people to HQ, like joined in the last uh, one to two years. And one of the exercises that they do is they're looking at memes and they have what's called a meme off, 
which I think is really <laughs> fun, and I'm kind of jealous that awesome. I don't get to participate. <laughs> but they, you know, they get in a room and they put up sort of meme images, and then everybody has to, you know, suggest something that might be fun for geocachers, and then they'll vote and choose the one they're going to go with, and then they put it up and see how people react. And so it's just such a cool way of getting to know, like, what do geocachers respond to? Like, what do people laugh about? What do people comment about? Mm -hmm. And, you know, for the community engagement team, who's basically on the front lines, uh, you know, running our help center, answering the emails, um, it's really cool. It's a cool way for them to get to know like the dynamics of the community and the feelings of the community and what motivates people. And, you know, that's just one of the things and hopefully yeah. get, get more people out there. Yeah. That's uh, interesting. You know, we mentioned about new, new folk. Um, you know, we had Gia on tonight, as you know, from uh, talking, uh, Josh invited Gia to be on for one of his hours. Um and she's wonderful. She's, she's such a, um, you know, it's, it, it's, it's so great to, to talk to the different, to the different lackeys. And she's so funny. Cause, uh, uh, I, who I've, somebody mentioned, you know, about, uh, we're having the boss on later and she goes, Oh, we can't, we don't call him the boss. He's a lackey. <laughs> and I thought, yeah, but Brian's kind of a different kind of lackey, but I mean, I, 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 I we, but we, it's a cool culture though, that, yeah we love that idea though and that's something that you know is kind of cool that everybody's a lackey that works there Every, everybody's that. a lackey and here's the thing is like i've i've actually told Gina <laughs> this uh somewhat recently is we don't need to use that word because we're colleagues right. uh, we're we're all lackeys we're all focused on the same mission but mm -hmm. everybody has a different role and it's as important as it is for me to do my job, it's just as important for so many other people in the company to do their job. And so I, mm -hmm. I know that in certain contexts and industries, you know, maybe that's the, the word that people would use, but uh, I actually don't like it. I really don't. I would much rather, you know, the, the boss in a way implies some kind of like command and control infrastructure. And right. my, my personal preference is, I don't ever want to have to tell anybody what to do. I really don't. What I would much prefer is everybody is a professional. Everybody is an adult. Let's have a conversation. Let's decide what the best thing to do is. And right. if I have a good idea and you agree and you're going to do it, well, then you're doing it for the right reasons. Right. And, and if I have an idea and you have a better idea, well, then how silly would it be for me to impose my will and, and not go with what the right thing is to do? And so... I like to think of us all as colleagues. Um, it's mm -hmm. funny because it's it's not just for me. Um, I don't want anybody here at HQ to act like a boss. Like I don't think that that's necessary. Uh, certainly not for our culture. Certainly not for our mission and what we're trying to accomplish. And so I had. I'm I'm not going to name who it is because <laughs> we'll know it and and yeah. how he would feel about that. But somebody who is uh, you know one of the senior leaders at HQ. Um, was basically talking to me and he was saying something about like, I, I want to say he, he referenced like a direct report and then he stepped back and he said, you know, he's like, I meant my colleague. And I was like, look at you. I'm like, <laughs> there so we good. go. Like, it's so good. But yeah. You know, why, G why can't we do it that way? Oh, hi Gia. Gia says <laughs> Brian is our fearless leader. That's a good way to put it. I don't know about fearless, but, but I will say like, you yeah. guys, you know, you, you got to meet Gia if you if you didn't know her already, yeah. and you know, for Joshua to invite her on, like, what a great call because she's oh, yeah. a brand new lackey, but she comes to this with so much geocaching experience, and even geocaching experience doing, you know, geo tours and adventure labs, which is basically, you know, the team that she's on specializes in that, and so for us to find somebody like her who. Mm -hmm loves the game and appreciates what we're what we're trying to do yeah. um it's it's such a huge win-win and i know that i know she's she's watching but everybody's yeah. so excited to have her at hq because she's just the type of person that should be working here as we try and serve the global community yeah it's uh it's been great to uh, we, we, i've i've got to, we got to meet her when we were in in kansas so but yeah we've known her 
you know, for, for a while. And yeah, she's definitely, but there's been funny, some funny chat uh, info. And then I got, we got some questions. So yeah, if you have questions for Brian, please put them in the chat room and we'll, we should be able to get to, to most of them. So I appreciate that. We're going to get to one of those here in a moment, but um, some of the, some of the comments have been really funny. I think that um, uh, try Cassius, you know, Chad, North Dakota, he was saying that Brian stole her from us. And then uh, what's funny about it is that another North Dakota person, uh, Kelsey Jasper, she says, he didn't steal. We're sharing. I love that. So <laughs> they're sharing Gia with the, with sharing Gia with the world. Cause she is great. She's, she's mean, such a great ambassador. She's uh, such a great ambassador. And mm -hmm. if you, it, it's kind of interesting because as such a great ambassador, now she's part of the sort of geocaching HQ platform, which allows right. her, which allows us to help amplify her voice and what she's trying to give to the community in her role. Right. And, you know, everybody should get to talk to Gia and, and see her passion for the game. And that, you know, that can only be a positive. So we're, we are sharing her. You're absolutely right. And we're, yeah. we're, we're <laughs> all truly blessed to, to have her as a part of this. She's proud to be a lackey. She is very, and that's, that's wonderful. Uh, Me too. I'm, I'm proud to be a lackey. I am. Oh, I know. Yeah, okay. no, that's great. In fact, that was the question. Uh, Gas station tuna want to know is how did the name lackey come to be? Sure. Um, I can't tell you exactly when, but it was really, really early on. Um, it was in the, the ground speak forums as they used to be called. Wow. Yeah. And we were, there was, there were two, two terms that were used to reference us sort of me, Jeremy Elias and, and the other folks that were, were right. sort of beginning to work at HQ, although it wasn't really called, I don't know what we called ourselves back then, just <laughs> mostly ground speak. Um, yeah. They called us TPTB, which was the powers that be. And, then, <laughs> and they called us the lackeys. And it was really interesting because in the early days, you know, people were like, Oh, is lackey like not a nice term. And, and we said, well, given what we're trying to do, like the, the spirit of, of service for the community, right. like we can wear that, you know, we can put that on mm -hmm. our shirt and, you know, it's become kind of a term of honor at HQ and we have a lackey council and we have lack of and our <laughs> softball team is called the slackies. And it's, uh, <laughs> but it's, awesome. it's, just, it's just been something that has become part of who we are. Um, and I think that, especially for new folks when they understand that this isn't like, you know, this is, you know, all of the founders of HQ, Jeremy Elias and I, all of the senior managers, everybody in the company is a lackey. And that is because we work on behalf of geocachers. And right. so, you know, in the early days, it was like, whatever needed to be done, that's what we would do. You know, waking up in the middle of the night when you get a call from the <laughs> Netherlands to go kickstart the servers. Or, <laughs> yeah, I never really did that, but I had to make the calls to Jeremy and Elias. Yeah. In the middle of the night. I think we've talked about that before. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, you know, you, you do what you can. Um, and here we are 21 years later. And now we have, I think we're at about 90 or give or take uh, just a couple lackeys and everybody has a job to do. And, and yeah. it, I remember in the really early days, at one point, Jeremy had said, I think we were 10 people. And he's like, look, you know, we kind of have all these things covered. Like, we probably don't need to hire anybody else. And then when we got <laughs> to 50, he was like, oh, you know, 50, that's really what, we, you know, how right. can we possibly need more than 50 people? And here we are at, I think we'll, given we have a couple of open positions, I, I think if they're all filled, I think that that gets us to 93. Uh, oh, wow. I'm not 100 percent sure. Yeah, that's, that's still a very small amount of people for what y'all do, you know, and what yeah. you're up with. Well, I mean, you know, to be fair, uh, we only do a small part of it, and I know that we talk about this. Um, yeah, yeah. we've talked about it in the past, but there are hundreds of people who are volunteering their time mm -hmm. as viewers, translators, forum moderators. You know, without that group of people, this wouldn't be anything like what it is now. Um, and then, you know, that doesn't even include the folks like you um, who are, are spreading the word, providing entertainment, providing education, um, you know, doing this podcast of hope to, to raise money for such a phenomenal cause. 
Um, and the the vloggers, you know, you, you've got oh, the, yeah. behind the cash folks, and you've got Joshua and you know, see my shell and and so many others out there. That's you know when we talk about community, um, there's so many components of community, and we play we play a role, and it's it's certainly not an unimportant role. But without all of those roles being placed uh, played, and without everybody sort of giving what they're choosing to give. Um, we wouldn't be here. And that's kind of what makes it so special. Yeah. You know, early on uh, when we, we were starting uh, to, you know, to form this, this, this little group of this network. Now it's grown, you know, just so many different shows, but you know, that's the one thing that I found to be such a, um, such a, a great thing was that whenever we would talk to, somebody at headquarters they were so helpful you know whether it's rock chalk or any of you know, anybody um you know from you know asking questions it's like you know we're just trying to ask a question like oh you guys are great let me let me let, let me get you some information so it was yeah. like oh wow you know because when we first started it was it was kind of like i don't know it, it, i think we've all dealt with businesses that we don't want to deal with you know and you guys have been so great it's like yeah. you guys are really championing you know all the all of us that are sort of you know helping the sport along and it, it's been wonderful from that perspective that you know we've all had these bad experiences <laughs> working with some companies so it's been great well that, know, to partner. it's a huge compliment and i will tell you that uh, so much of this is about the people like we have mm -hmm. so many good people. I, I can't overstate it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you, you talk about Rock Chalk and, and Jeff, and I know Gia wants us to move on, but people yeah. like <laughs> Jen Seva and, and Frau Potter and oh, yeah. so many people throughout the company. And the, the common thread is that they care about the game and they mm -hmm. care about the people. And when you, when you have that combination well then, yeah, we're we're willing to do what it takes, and we we want to do the right thing, and we want to be there to to support you guys, and to support the reviewers, and to support the cash hiders, and to support first time players that are trying to figure this all out. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So it's a uh, it it's about the people, and it's about yeah. having people that care, and we're just. We are so fortunate at HQ to be surrounded by, I mean, you guys have been to the office before you've, you've got to meet the lackeys. This is a special group of people. Yes, um, and I, you know, I know I've said it before, but I feel fortunate to get to work here with this group of people. And it's a, a culture that is self-perpetuating in so many ways. Um, but I think that as a, as a company, we draw so much energy for, from what we see in the community. You sure. know, we're, as much as we're trying to inspire um, adventure exploration in a community, we're being inspired at the same time. We're hearing the stories, we're seeing the photos, we're we're reading about the milestones, we're reading about the the changes that are happening in people's lives. And when you when you're on the receiving end of that, like how could you not feel driven to do everything you possibly can to support it? And you know, combine all those things, and and here we are, and and this is working. For, for millions of people around the world. Yeah, no, that's incredible. Um, so we're, we're kind of, let's switch gears. We've, you know. Uh, we'll let G off the hook so she doesn't have to. I'm a short. Right yeah, we'll let G off the hook. But uh, yeah, and, um, but yeah, it's been incredible. Um, and, being and, a, old, and a big year despite everything, right? Despite yeah, everything going on, there's still been lots of, like, I know last time, last year at this time, one of the things you were really excited about, and we've seen a lot, and I'm not going to jump ahead, but was adventures. And you you were really curious, and we were all really curious to see what this next year was going to look like in adventures. And that, of course, it's already come up in questions too. But yeah, it's coming up. How do you think that's kind of played out this year? And do you think that's not that we're asking for stats, right? Because that's we're not we're not on here for stats, right? But do you think that has contributed to so many people being able to to do this despite COVID, to really mm -hmm. come to the game despite COVID? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I think it's contributed to a lot of people being able to, you know, be out uh, despite COVID, but also for for new folks who weren't mm -hmm. necessarily, you know, comfortable with the thought of digging around behind a tree, you know, in a, in a public park or something like that, have right. said, oh, you know, here's a 
a history tour or here's a story driven adventure that I can do. And as a, a an intro to geocaching in a way, you know, it's played part of that role um, as well. Yeah, no, that's good. Uh, it's a good idea. Gas station tuna adding ways to adventures. I think, you know, the navigation is something that uh, I know we would like to improve uh, the maps. Um, this year has been, and really in the next, I would say in the next couple of months, what you will see is just some changes in the way that Adventure Lab is presented. I mean, okay. even for myself, oh. and I, I, I really love the platform, but there are there are times where I find like I was clicking on things, expecting it to do, you know, respond a certain way. And it wasn't. Mm -hmm. And so the team has been doing a lot of research and discovery into how do we optimize the user flow so that it's really intuitive. Um, and then also what kind of changes can we add to the application just to make it more fun, more engaging, better tool set for creators um, and a better tool set for the players. Oh, cool. And and they've really exploded too. not only the numbers, but the creativity with them and which always, right. You know, you put it in front of geocachers and you don't know what they're going to come up with, but I think it's really exploded over the year. Just the popularity of them. I agree. I mean, I, I don't know the current count, but I, I want to say that it's, it's like 32,000 adventures, oh gosh. something like that. And if you awesome. think about like with caches, it, it takes time to create an experience like that. It takes mm -hmm. work. And so the fact that there's people out there that want to share their location or come up with something fun so that they can entertain other people, it's so generous. And we're trying to meet that generosity by giving them the best possible tools and education. And the goal, as, as we talked about last time, is we, we have a full team working on this project. Uh, probably a couple more people than we did last year. Mm -hmm. And the plan is for them to continue working on that project to make it better uh, day after day, month after month. So I am, I'm excited about some of the things that we're going to do in 2022. Cool. And yeah, we'll see how quickly we can make it happen. Yeah. Um, another question that came in, um, we noticed something that was, was presented was, uh, trackables, I now have uh, um, an AR perspective to them, and I've seen some of those. They're kind of cool. Uh, Joshua shared one uh, the other day, but uh, Ryan's asking if there's a if that's a test to expand AR to other areas. Um, the AR trackables, I think, is sort of a an isolated test with AR trackables, but I can tell okay. you. Um, we're certainly looking at how we can leverage AR to have, um, you know, new innovative experiences um, created uh, so that they can be played. I okay. don't have good timing on that. Um, we, we've been working on, you know, we did a couple of tests over the last few years with uh, Metaverse and HP Reveal. Right. Where, where some caches were created um, as tests and now we have some other stuff in the works that I'm excited to share when it's ready. Uh, but I can tell you that the, it's been more challenging than we expected it to be. And that's mm. because right. uh, technology is, is constantly changing. And sure. sometimes it feels like the goalposts get moved. Um, but we're certainly interested in it. I mean, there's, there's so much excitement around it. And, you know, what we don't want to do is, bring it to the community in, in a way that's not going to, not going to be ideal. And so I think the, the near term plan is really to continue testing and, you know, we can talk more about the form of those tests uh, as we get mm -hmm. into 2022. Yeah. You know, um, we, Jesse and I both jumped on board with, with Jesse and I, are, you know, with, as Jesse will tell you, if it comes out, we're going to, we're going to try it. And uh, oh yeah, so we were, we were both fortunate. We jumped on it. I got the first one in Texas. He got the first one in Colorado. But uh, <laughs> what's funny that well, not funny, but what's interesting is that uh, even in the short time that we the test was going on, one of them, I think it was AR, the HP, was like kind of went away. Yep. And so mm -hmm. I used Metaverse. I know people have used HP Reveal, but anyway, it was just kind of like, ooh, there is you like you said. Uh, Brian, there is a lot of fluid, you know, it's not quite there yet. So I know from you guys perspective, it's gonna be like, hang on now, because, you know, 
you're talking about thousands of caches in you you don't want to flub that thing up you know right like, and if it's you know we don't know yet what kind of experience it's going to be or how the community is going to respond and so you know we don't want to go out and do something that has a, a large negative impact as much as we've got the the sign on Jeremy's old office that says, let's make better mistakes tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> our, our goal is not to make mistakes um, and, or, or at least do our best to avoid them. So, um, you know, we're working on it. Uh, yeah. It's going to be certainly a little while before we have something to share, but uh, you know, we'll, it'll be a next, the next evolution of the test and, and we'll see what we can do with it. But right now the, uh, the AR trackables is it, it's kind of a novelty. It's fun. Um, you know, we, we see some potential for things like photo contests. If we get, you know, like the old Jeep stuff, you know, not that we're doing anything with Jeep at the moment, but you can imagine uh, what they did, you know, so many years ago of having the Jeeps out. Well, what if we have AR Jeeps and you can kind of put them in any scene? Mm -hmm. um, it's another opportunity to tap into the creativity of the community and just see what they come up with. So um, we're probably going to be doing some more there. Uh, for right now, it's just uh, just a, a fun little project that we're planning. Right. That's cool. Uh, yeah, I, th I think that uh, that's true. You know, I think that um, as we, and I want to, we're kind of talking forward. I'll, we'll talk back here. We'll talk a little bit of 2021 also too, but yeah, we don't want to skip over all the good stuff from the year. Yeah. Yeah, I know. We don't, I don't want to skip over the good stuff, but this is kind of related to 2021, which was, there was some really cool, uh, promotional things that were mm -hmm. done in 2021. Um, a lot of the different, um, souvenirs that you could get. And I love the, when you guys integrate the, the, the different souvenirs into caches, you know, where you can, oh, yeah. Digital so, digital treasures. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, the, and, and doing the, it. yeah. And so doing the, and it's still going on, you know, I still see them. Of course I, we got them early, but I love the fact that you, know, you look at a cache and it, it'll, you still have the wonders, you know, still, I, I think yeah. that's, you're wrapping up, you know, that's is that wrapping up soon? I think it's wrapping up soon. I don't. I don't okay. know the exact date. Yeah, but the, you know, now with the um, the reach summit, the big one. Yeah, the reach. Yeah, I was gonna mention about the reach the peaks. Um, I, I like that they're different. That uh, and you guys probably experienced this too. You've probably gotten different feedback. But some people love when it's different. Some people hate when it's different. So <laughs> uh, we talk about it on the show that uh, and something that that you know Jesse pointed out was that he really liked the fact that you just can bull through the whole thing. You know, some people will bull rush oh, through yeah. everything. Like the wonders that is like, I'm done. Dang. It's been out for like three hours. Done. Finished. Yeah, yep, like, exactly. So one of the things that it's a good uh, balance. It really it is. is. And and so I, I think from our, from Jesse and I's perspective, we really love that you can't rush forward. You got to wait for the next, the next month. So. I mean, and and that was, uh, as I'm sure you guys know, was very deliberate. Because yeah. Saw, you know, there's there's a time and we've done so many of them where it's, you know, go out and I don't know, planetary pursuit and yeah, uh, I think it was hidden creatures or something like that. Yep. I, I should creatures. Really remember the names of them, but um, yeah, you're right. There were people who were like, "Hey, I'm done. It's been two hours," and we're like, "All right, now we don't get to sort of." engage this player that not that they're right you know, if they're doing it in three hours they don't need our our you know <laughs> sort of push them to do more geocaching but you know part of these things are, are all about entertainment and giving people goals and giving them something fun to do so we wanted to challenge ourselves and really the marketing team deserves all the credit for this because they said hey here's a solution why don't we have you know essentially a a, a challenge that changes over time so that it mm -hmm. on day one and then give people you know many months of geocaching um to the extent they're not already going to be actively playing during those months yeah and i think this is one from from my perspective anyway i think this is one of the best balances i've seen y'all strike with this because you know you had the two levels each each month was great right because it, it can go on for a long time and but you had like one you get one souvenir for doing just basically the first one. 
right. and then That's you cool. can go on and do more. So you have your cashers that are, I don't say casual cashers or newer to the game or don't cash as often. They can still get a souvenir every month. And then your power cashers, they're not going to blow out the whole thing in, in one day. So that was a really good balance for that. And, and I always love to, when you change it to different types of caches and really promote the different types. So that's, yeah, I just, I think that's a, that's a good balance. Cause there's no way to like, like you've said many times, there's no way to make everybody happy every time. There's just too many different styles of caching out there, but this was a good balance for that. That's that was, whoever came up with that. Good job. <laughs> I'll, I'll pass along your, your compliments to the marketing team, but I know um, when they came up with the idea, it was sort of one of those uh, when they presented it to, to the rest of us, it was like, Oh, what a, what a wonderful idea, like a light bulb moment. And it almost seems silly that we haven't done it in the past, but um, it's now a new tool that that we can use to in, engage the community. So, you know, like we were talking about earlier, we've got digital treasures, we've got trackable promotions, we've got leaderboard challenges. Yeah. Um, things like that are different tools that we can kind of mix and match in ways to try and come up with creative ways to get people excited about the game. And, you know, like you were saying you have a, a casual cacher that goes out and they find the, the base camp for one of the peaks. And, you know, maybe out of, out of the spectrum of all of the casual cachers, you know, there's some who are only going to be super casual. They're going to find the base camp. Mm -hmm. They're not really inspired to go find the peak. And then on the other end of the spectrum, you've got all the people who are like, Oh yeah, I'm definitely going to do this. And, you know, I'm going to try and reach the peak in one day or whatever it is. The, the folks in the middle are, you know, could kind of go either way. And so if we want to, if we want to bring more joy to them in terms of geocaching, well then how can we creatively engage them such that they say, Oh, you know, I found base camp and that peak doesn't seem like too much work. Like I'm going to try a little bit more. I'm going to push myself out of my mm -hmm. traditional comfort zone. And the more that we do that, uh, the more active players that we have in the game, uh, Hopefully, the more premium memberships we have, the more revenue we can have, the more people we can hire, right. and it just, you know becomes this um, like a virtuous cycle of of win wins. So that's kind of what we're going for, and and I I appreciate the fact that you think it's a good balance. I agree, and mm. I'd love to see us do more stuff like this. Yeah, you know, um, it's funny once in a while because uh, I, I I'm. Jesse probably gets to some too, but I, I tend to get a lot of the uh, the questions about because I do a lot of the planning for you know for the which show topic we're going to do, and uh, you know I get asked sometimes like, well, you know, got more topics like, oh yeah, I've always got topics, and that's because of this the game the the sport has so much um, that once in a while, of course, we re we we will revisit something, um, and some we we revisited one recently it made me th think about something you mentioned before uh brian which was that uh y'all just put out the new attributes and we immediately did a, a quick pop-up show as we call them uh and you had commented that you saw that and i was like oh my gosh brian's watching our pop-up show it's like we better be up you know it's like we better be on our toes because <laughs> and, <know>, right. <laughs> and be right and be right but the other day, um, I don't know if you, know, you might not have got to see or whatever, but we went back, we revisited attributes. We're like, and we kind of jokingly said, okay, tonight we're picking three new attributes and <laughs> HQ is going to do these attributes. No, it, you know, it was, it was tongue in cheek, but the fact that, uh, and we had a lot of great interaction, a lot of great, we had the, the chat room kind of giving suggestions too. And just the, the, the discussion I had the I asked the network uh, team I said well what would y'all like to see us talk about and they came up with some great ones and you know when we were all said and done when the whole show was all done and my thought was that you know that's just amazing that there are so many different little aspects that are fun to talk about that are interesting that um, provide so much for us so the game is so rich and we appreciate you know all that's been done but for jesse and i uh oh there's a new oh, goal 11,258 that's dang it that is awesome 
And it's so fun to see everybody uh, who who gives and and all that too is just wonderful. It it really it it's overwhelming to Jesse and mm-hmm. I to see uh, all the people. It's just so wonderful. Um, but you know what I mean. There, there's um there's something interesting I think or something dynamic about geocaching that a lot of a lot of games don't really have the intricacies and the, the the richness i guess is what i'm trying to say it it's so multifaceted there's so yeah. many sides to it so many angles and i know we've talked about it in the past but like you can get people and you know they don't actually go out and find caches they just talk about geocaching in the forums and answer questions or there's right. people running facebook groups or there's people creating coins or or collecting coins or running mm-hmm. a retail shop or, you know, focused on their, their cash photos or their cash logs or their, um, you know, creating uh, gadget caches, you know, bounce bounce, for example, like there's, there's so many different aspects of it and you could do a show on each one of those things. I mean, oh, I yeah. know uh, rock chalk is always doing, you know, there's podcasts about different aspects of the game mm-hmm, uh, right we've got the the blog about different aspects of the game joshua johnson's got you know a, yeah. another show every week the podcasters as well so many others there's sure. a lot to talk about because there's so much going on and it's interesting because you can't you actually can't be involved in all of the aspects of the game it's too yeah. broad yeah it's just too broad oh, and yeah yeah and, and yeah you know, at this point now, what's interesting is like there are so many things I can't even name that are happening at HQ every day. Or oh, cool. Has, you know, we have 90 people because there's so many facets and there's so many different things that have to be done. And and my job is changing. It used to be the case that it was just a handful of us and everybody did a little bit of everything and we sort of paid as much attention as we could um, and mm-hmm. now the, the game has gotten so much broader that it takes more attention and it, and it takes more attention than any small group of people can can actually dedicate. Um, and so, you know, we're fortunate again to have community volunteers who will help us see the things that we need to see or the Facebook groups, which I know, you know, me and a, a number of other people either uh, monitor or participate in. Um, where we can kind of learn what's going on. And, you know, when we put all the pieces together, it's still not a complete picture of what's happening with geocaching, but it's, it's complete enough to give us an opportunity to try and address whatever needs to be addressed or, or, um, you know, share the joy or share the inspiration that's being created somewhere in the world. Sure. Yeah. It's uh, it was mentioned on one of the previous hours of the show and I don't remember which one now it's been a long night. Right. But, um, (laughs) And it, it, it's exactly what you're talking about. Somebody said that, I think they were talking about Doug McRae, but said he's second in the world mm-hmm. on souvenirs. Like that right. one little tiny aspect, <laughs> but you could drill down so far into any detail of the game. And there's yeah. a group of people out there competing for being <laughs> either the best in their state or the world or their country or whatever else. And you're like, you would never, and souvenirs are pretty, that's a pretty big thing, right? But um, like just, every little aspect has a whole group of people that are fascinated with that one tiny minutia. And it's, that just shows how rich the game is. You can talk about it and, and they're you, you know, you reach that little thing for somebody when you meet them in an event and you accidentally step on their favorite part, you're there for a while and you're going to be hearing all about it. And, it's, and that's their thing. You bet. And, and how cool is it to see, you know, people who have found their passion about yeah. something, you know, and, and, I'm fortunate in in the way that when I get to go to events, people want to tell me like I'm number three in this town for this geocache. And they're, they're so proud of it. And, you know, understandably because they're, they're putting time and effort into Mm -hmm. it and they're measuring themselves sort of against their peers. And for some people that's motivating. And so to see um, people who are so excited to tell you, it's funny because I just had a souvenirs conversation around here uh, with the biz dev team. And I was talking with both Jeff and Annie, uh, you know, right. gear guru, gear yep. guru and, and Annie love. And yep. they were talking, you know, Jeff can tell you like in Washington state, how, you know, what number he is with souvenirs and in the United States and <laughs> same with Annie. And it's, 
you know, again, these are lackeys who are so passionate, clearly so passionate about the game, but they've adopted some of these aspects and, you know, other people in the company have adopted other aspects. And so it's kind of a, like a microcosm, like a representation of the community, but just within the, the walls of HQ, um, which is really kind of fun to see. And, and as much as it's cool to see people out in the community who are, are so happy to be doing it, to see the lackeys so engaged um, just shows how much they care and as with anything, like if you truly care, um, it never feels like work. It feels like, you know, we're, we're almost playing here, but we're doing something that's really important. Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And that's well, and that's the shows the the care and the thought that y'all have to put into something before you roll something out, because there, no matter what you come out with, somebody is going to be passionate about that part of the game at some <laughs> point in time. There's going to be a whole group of people that are very invested in whatever that is. You're absolutely right. It, it's <laughs> funny because just circling back to like the AR trackables piece that we yeah. talked about earlier, you know, I know we put it out there. I don't know what people are doing with it yet. And right. and maybe maybe what they're doing with it today is going to be vastly different than than what we, you know, present and what they do with it 2 years from now. But I think you're right. There's there are probably people who are saying, "Hey, I like this." Like I'm going to do this with it. And we haven't even begun to think about what they're going to do with it. And that's part of the beauty of the community. It's like the, almost like the hive mind, like, you know, so many creative people all over the world being exposed to a feature. Somebody's going to come up with something cool. And then given the tools for sharing, you know, on social media or, or within the website or whatever it is, um, those things, you know, people can identify other people who are passionate about that same thing. And when you start to build community around these little pockets of features or, or mm -hmm. functions, um, then you start to see the passion of that group and the game gets more rich. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Something like uh, we were talking about, you know, the attribute thing is like, sometimes you go, Oh, well, gosh, there's so many cool attributes now. What, you know, is there anything else that could be done? And when, like you said, Brian, when you, when you get a group together, it's sort of that group think thing thing where you can get, you know, you, you have to get past yourself and, and get others to get involved because, you know, when I asked that and we started to discuss it, we had the show about it. It's like, Oh, these are actually kind of good. I mean, these are yeah. kind of, I mean, people actually really, thought about this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. These are things that, I wouldn't have thought of, but Jesse might think about him, you know, or he, he might come up with one. So, yeah, you know, there's the, the there's there's so many of those little little things that can. And that's why you have a good team. And you, you really do have a great team, uh, Brian. I mean, you really do. We, I, we I really know. do. I mean, we we get to see, um, for, you know, I we, we go to some of the you know, we go to, you know, as many events as as, as we can and the team you know now that we've we're up to you know 10 folks we 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 can get more people you know to kind of be able to get to more more events but uh the events that we got to go to this year um i didn't get to talk too much with mountain bike we had him on last year but i didn't get to see him at mingo but a lot of people mentioned that they got to see him um of course gia um but I got to spend a little time with Annie and um, Gear Guru when I get to, I get to going going caching, and got to talk to them for a little bit, and just the passion. And then it's just neat to. I always I'm a big people watcher, so I love when talking with them. I like watching them interact with others. And I've mentioned to you before that every time I've seen a lackey, they've always been so wonderful. And even some of the newer ones who are just kind of learning the ropes, but also some of the ones that have been around, they're so, um, they're so good with, with everybody. It was so fun to talk to, to gear guru and, and Annie a little bit um, because, you know, events in being face to face with, with folks is, is so wonderful. And, hopefully we can kind of get back to that yeah. uh, world uh, a little more. Yeah. Yeah. yeah cross that would be nice. Absolutely. Yes. Um, would be. Speaking of so which though, as I'll oh, go ahead. Yeah. No, go ahead. I was going to ask about, we're going to ask the same question career. anyway, but yeah. you know, we're, we're talking about the positive stuff, right? Moving yeah. forward to the future. 
and we want to talk about 2022 and yeah um not that we're trying to to bring you on to give away secrets or anything like right. that but hq always has tons of things in the works um what is there something you're particularly looking forward to for 2022 or you know hints of what direction you might be trying to go and obviously nobody can predict the future even less than in the past right you know but right now nobody can predict what's going to happen is there is there anything you think could be on the horizon in 2022 or what you're excited about that you already know will be? It, it, it's interesting. Like what I'm really excited about for 2022 is the the stuff. It's almost the basics, really. It's mm -hmm. I'm excited about lackeys getting back out and traveling to megas and gigas. It's been, you know, there's, there's certainly been some, some of that happening, but it's, you know, it pales in comparison to where we were in 2019. Um, you know, it's, it's been 18 months with, you know, very little travel for lackeys, you know, right. certainly almost no international travel. And so what I'm really looking forward to is the opportunity for, uh, lackeys to get back out and have that face-to-face -face engagement with the community. Even for me to get back out, like I miss everybody. Like we have, mm -hmm. we have friends in different parts of the world that I, I just right. can't wait to get back and see. And also to see, you know, there's so many people that joined the game in the last couple of years that we haven't had a chance to interact with. And so true. there will be a, a concerted effort to get lackeys back out to megas and gigas. Um, but again, it's going to depend in, in large part on what happens with, with COVID and with safety. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I would hate to think that we would have another year where we're sort of laying low. Um, Right. But it's a possibility. I hope that's not the case. The second thing that's, you know, also kind of basic and, you know, it feels like we've we've pushed it a couple of times. But the celebration event, you know, we yeah. still we have a brand new contract with the Seattle Center and we've gone through this process. This is now the, the third time to try and celebrate uh, the mm -hmm. 2020, uh, 20 years of geocaching. Right. And we don't know what's going to happen. You know, it's. Uh, it's not just us having to say, oh, can we host an event? You know, will the the city or the state let us do it? But mm -hmm. we kind of have to figure it out before people go and make all their travel plans or or make travel plans that they that they can't easily adjust. And it's right. it's so much work on both sides of the equation, both for us and you know our team and even the event planner, who's a former lackey that we work with, and then. Um, and the community, because I, you know, my sense is that plenty of people would love to come here and we would love to have them, but there's a lot of uncertainty. And so, you know, people don't know what to expect. Um, so, you know, that's what I'm really looking forward to. I know that there are a number of teams at HQ that are working on different uh, engineering projects to either improve the, the platform as it stands right. now or even add some new things to it. And at this point, I'm trying to think if there's anything that I'm really allowed to share. And I need to push it. Um, yeah, it's okay. We won't tell anybody. Go ahead. <laughs> I, yeah. I, uh, just us three. Just, yeah, nobody's listening. Um, <laughs> there's really nothing that is um, – well enough along that I could say it with yeah. confidence and not being not risk being wrong. Sure. So at, at the you know, I will tell you that we've got 93 people, uh, including a lot of engineers, a lot of awesome. product designers, a lot of product managers and project managers and finance and, and business development. And everybody is thinking about how can we do better? What can we do more? Uh, sure. you know, how can we make this game more fun or add aspects that people can get excited about? And there is no shortage of ideas, um, both internally and externally. And so it's really about choosing the right path, uh, prioritizing the work that we think is most important, and then getting after it. And I can tell right. you there are uh, geocaching improvements on the horizon. There cool. are adventure lab improvements on the horizon um and and even sort of i'd like to believe improvements in the way that hq and our products um interact with uh the with the community 
So mm-hmm. we want to make it, we want to make it better. We want to make it more engaging and more fun. And one of the things that that we've been talking about quite a bit is, you know, if you look at our our platform right now, look at the geocaching website, look at the mobile apps. Right. Um, so much of it is about providing tools for the community to create, share, and play, you know, all types of experiences. One of the things that I don't think we've done particularly well with over the last many, many years is you don't, especially for new users, but you don't get to see a lot of the joy of the game in our products. You know, you see it out on the trail, you see it in photos, you see it that way, but how do we help people understand, you know, not just, hey, welcome to geocaching, here's a dot on a map, we want you to go find it and it's a box, but much more about, you know, how do we share with people, look at the way, you know, this group of people's lives have been changed, look at these people who used to spend so much time on their couches and now they are outside experiencing adventure and experiencing joy how do we how do we connect um, what's happening in the game and what's happening with the community uh, with the community within our products and you know there's a lot of discussion going on about how we can do a better job with that i'm personally really excited about it because i think that if people understand why they should be playing or what the game and the community really have to offer beyond just finding boxes, um, I think that there'll be a lot more understanding and there will be a lot more people who are choosing to engage and engage often and frequently. And then they will get that, those, the benefits that are, that are currently shared by everybody else. Right. Awesome. That's, that's great. And it's great that you, as big as geocaching has gotten, you're still sticking with the basics. You're still worrying about how people interact. You're still doing, you're still doing all those things that, that we would hope you're doing. I mean, yeah. the, the people are the most important thing. And, you know, we've talked about this before. And how do we make this better for people all over the world? And there's plenty of opportunities to do that. We just have to, you know, sort them and figure it out and test them and see what works and and double down on the stuff that works and, and back away from the stuff that doesn't work. But there's, there's really no shortage of ideas. And, and like I said before, when we are surrounded by creative, generous people who truly care about this game, um, the odds of us getting it right are, are much higher than they would otherwise be. Mm. No, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, well said. That's great. Um, well, Brian, quick hour, buddy. But uh, thank you so much for being with us, uh, our Final update for tonight, 11,293 plus Josh put up two geocoins that he put out to, um, and all the money gets donated to St. Jude. So, gosh, we're probably at, we're close to, well, we're at 12,000 because um, I think that the two coins together, he could give us probably an update, but uh, I know we're at least 800. So we we basically made it to 12,000. I want to give uh, Brian, or give Jeff a quick uh, moment so he can update. He's been making something to give away. The whole night during uh, the eight hours, he's been making a prize for people. Yeah. He's, how far? <laughs> how, how 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 did you do? You've been working on it all night. How's it? Oh, let's see how it came out. I lost the oh, I lost a T. I lost oh, no. a T. It's very sensitive, so I'm going to have to figure some something out to uh, to fix that. But uh, I, there's there's still a ways to go, so I still want to uh, burn it. I've got to treat it and cover it um, right. and smooth it out. There's a whole lot of uh, little chunks that I've got to smooth out. Oh, and you got the little um, like but, the Saint Jude uh, kid there. That's awesome. Yeah, it uh, it's it's coming together nicely. So good, good. The prize is still being built. Yep, still <laughs> going. Uh, yeah, so um, he's doing that. Josh has got the two coins that are still. You can still. Uh, uh, bid on those um, to get those coins but again we uh, you know I always tell Jesse every year it's like alright we're going to go we're going to 10,000 this year he's like oh my gosh no, you know, really like, yeah let's, let's keep going so you cashers step slope. up every year they the, do the generosity of cashers is is amazing uh, so big, and, and big really like, 
you guys putting this on is generous. It's a lot well, of work. You. It's a lot of time. I know it's a labor of love, but we all know it makes a difference. So, you know, cheers yeah. to cheers to all of you, everybody who's involved in this project. Yeah. Really, it's it's something special and it gets more special every year. Thank you. Yep. Thank it's you. A, yeah, it is. It's a it's a great team effort. And uh, thanks to all the people that stuck in there. Mm-hmm. I think you, Dak, was on all, every hour. We had a lot of people on every hour. Um, so it's great. Yeah, we've had we've had great, great bunch. So, uh, well, keep in touch. Thank you. Um, let us know what we can do from from our perspective to help mm-hmm. champion the sport. And uh, don't hesitate to let us know, you know, that in the future. And uh, we will keep doing. Uh, what we're doing um, for the, for the, you know, for the, for the sport and um, for the people that play it. So uh, again, thank you, Jesse. Thank you for being with me this whole time for this uh, uh, another year. And um, you, you're, you're, you're hired again. You get another year. So yeah. in the... <laughs> it turns out it. I get paid exactly as much as the volunteer reviewers do. I'm going I'm to double that this year. You're going to double it this year? Okay, good, yeah. <laughs> they should always get the double in their pay, too, so that's good. Yeah, there you go. Uh, all right, yeah, so you thanks, so everybody. Yeah, thanks, Brian. We're going to say good night to everybody. So Thank good night. you, guys. Really appreciate thanks. it. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody.